Hey, 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 everybody. Today for you, podcast number 69. Today's podcast is titled, Who Wants to Have an Extraordinary Life? Hey, 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 everybody. Today for you, podcast number 69, like I just said, and welcome to this week's edition of your weekly Limitless Life Network podcast. I am Dr. Pete Lombardi, and sitting next to me is my beautiful wife, Sandy Lombardi. Say hello. Hello. There we go. And we are the Limitless Life Network podcast where we flesh out the limitations that are preventing you from reaching your goals and living the life that you were called to lead. And we always want to start the podcast off by thanking each and every one of you for listening and taking time out of your day to check out what we put together to share with you, to lift you up, to move you forward, and to give you more hope and give you more excitement about life. And um, once again, we've had some great uh, comments from people uh, that have been listening to the podcast or watching it live on YouTube. Not sure who watches it versus who listens. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But uh, we appreciate it. Mm -hmm. We really do appreciate it. And uh, Merry Christmas to everybody. Uh, Christmas was yesterday. We're recording the day after Christmas today. And um, we hope that you guys all had a great celebration and um, now we're moving toward the New Year celebration. We're wrapping up 2023. So we hope that 2023 was great, and we pray that 2024 is even better. And um, uh, again, we're hoping the podcast continues to grow. We get more listeners. So like, follow, share, hit the subscribe button, pass it on to a friend, and uh, on with the show, as we say. So Today's backstory has more to do with, I guess, where we are in time, which is in the middle of the holidays. Mm -hmm. And with an interruption to all of our normal structured routines, um, we're typically just, you have a different routine, you have a time to reflect. Sometimes you're just super busy, sometimes you get a little lazy. It depends, but I know that there is some self-reflection and assessment going on, and I like this time of year because it gives us the opportunity to steer the ship, right? Mm -hmm. so make adjustments. Yeah. Make some adjustments if necessary. So we have put together five points that come from a book that Sandy has been reading, and actually she Referenced it last podcast, too. Yes, I did. And, uh, and the title is? It's called The Mount of Olives, 11 uh, Declarations for an Extraordinary Life. And some really awesome points. It's a quick read if anyone is interested in picking up the book while you're possibly off this week. Um, but I think some really good uh, points that we're going to cover today. So Yeah, The Mount of Olives. So check it out. Um, point number one is this, words spoken set life in motion. So what do you have to say about that? We spoke about it briefly last week where um, our thoughts, so our mind um, really controls so much of our direction in life, like the thoughts that we allow to come in con control or direct um, where we're headed. So our 
the author suggests like take kind of the old saying, take every uh, thought captive. So whatever thought comes to your mind, analyze it before you allow it to impact you, whether you're going to discard it. Is it something destructive or is it life-giving and you're going to bring it in and, and use it? So that was the importance of words. Yeah. I I remember um, a quote and I, I don't know exactly who to credit the quote to. I think it may have been Henry Ford. May He may have been given this quote. I don't know. Maybe someone else said it before him, but it was, uh, whether you think you can or whether you mm-hmm. think you can't, you're probably right. Yeah. And that's that that goes to your thoughts um, and thinking, whether you think you're, you can or think you can't, whether it is a positive thought or a negative thought, whatever we're entertaining. Um, one of the things that I, I wrote down that you mentioned to me um, was, I will listen diligently to every word my mind tells me. I will interrupt it and judge the words as if the most heinous crime. Mm-hmm. Now, think about that. Like, that's a that's a powerful statement. Judge your thoughts as if they could possibly be the most heinous crime. And when we hear of a, a despicable crime, boy, we can surely... We surely want to judge that, don't we, mm-hmm. so that justice is served? What about your own thoughts? What if we approach it with that level of seriousness? Mm-hmm. I I think that could really um, change next year for you. If, you. if we could all have that level of seriousness about our thought process and our thought life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just to, I took a, we went skiing last Friday and I took a pretty bad fall. <laughs> And someone Sorry. said to me, um, well, you've always been accident prone. And I I thought about it and I decided, you know what? No, I haven't. And I'm not going to believe that. <laughs> so what have you, what does someone say to you that you always are, right? You're always fill in the blank. Is it, are you accepting it that it's true and going to live that out? Or are you refusing to let that thought sit there? You, you are definitely not accident prone. <laughs> But we all have accidents, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So there, yep. we put that out of there. <laughs> okay, point number two, live with the end in mind. And I know we've talked about this a lot of times on the podcast. Looking to the future and, um, yeah. Yeah, looking to the future. But begin, live with the end in mind has a lot to do with figuring out where are you trying to go. Yeah. Right. We've talked about the GPS. We've talked about putting in a heading. This is a, a little bit more um, futuristic thinking, future, future thinking, not futuristic like this is sci fi, but mm-hmm. future thinking in that think about your very last day. How do you want that to go? And what do you want people to remember about you? Mm-hmm. What do you want people to say about you? And what do you want your life to have meant? Yeah. What was accomplished? What was the purpose of it? Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, uh, again, another thing that I wrote down here is I cannot and will not simply wish for change mm-hmm. when while I continue to walk in the wrong direction. Yeah, like that. I underline that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, too many times we can just be very satisfied with going through the motions and be going in a direction that we don't necessarily desire. Um, so, you know, how, how can we do that? You know, 
You can't wish it better. Mm-hmm. You you literally like he talks about taking a different road. Right. You know, if you're trying to head somewhere and you're on the wrong road, you're never getting. You're there. never getting there. Mm-hmm. You have to literally make some turns. You know, you're rerouting. Your GPS right. would say rerouting. Right. You know, yeah. like if you put it in a new destination, it's going to plot a different route. It means you have to you have to get off the road you're on and get onto a different highway. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So. I think that's really what that that concept is is living with live with the end in mind. I know um who is it Stephen Covey? Yeah. He wrote a book like that and he said begin with the end in mind and which mm-hmm. means, you know, pick your destination, pick your goal and then work backwards from it. But I think this is a great way to look at it too is like, you know, the end of your life, what, you know, it's a bigger picture. You know, that is a bigger end in mind, like end of this life on earth, what do you want to have accomplished? Mm -hmm. And if you're not really clear on that, you won't accomplish that, right? It's really hard to hit a fuzzy target, Mm -hmm. right? If it's a a clear target, it's much easier to delineate and hit. Mm -hmm. So that brings us to point number three, which is what? In all things, be filled with gratitude. And again, we started the podcast off with gratitude. So I guess we have point number three covered, right? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, what does this have to do with? Well, being thankful for what we see as the positives and also thankful for what we view as the challenges in our lives. And we talk, we always talk about this, right? We talked about it last week. And um, in this story, the, the boy is mute, but this um, teacher helps him to realize as he's watching others in the streets some don't have a leg and some can't uh, see, you know, like there's all kinds of things that people can't. So we need to look at what we have, what we can do in our blessings. And um, that was a major point. Um, And we were talking about how it really changes you from the inside when you can flip those things and see what you do have. Yeah. I, I, that's the biggest point here is that, this is not like a it's not like just a a nice thing to say like oh i'm so grateful like literally being grateful for every positive and negative it's easier to be grateful for the positive obviously but the negative the challenge whatever's been put in front of you but if you can do that it does make a change internally Mm-hmm. It literally changes your mind. It reframes your thinking. It reframes your attitude. And and that, when your attitude changes, it puts a smile on your face. I, I know that um, if I remember back when I was uh, in high school and we used to have to do some really difficult training in sports where you were just doing some brutal running and it was really, really, really hard. One of the things that I used to do, I don't even know how I came upon doing this as a, as a young teenager, was I used to start to smile when it was really hard. And what happened was that it became a little easier. And I used to do better when I smiled when things were difficult. And I remember going into a locker room one time and looking in the mirror, just covered in sweat and smiling. And I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> and I just went through one of the most difficult workouts I'd ever done in my life. And everybody else was complaining and I was laughing. <laughs> so it's it, you can't always, I shouldn't say can't, you you oftentimes will, will want to go right to the negative. 
And that's the easy way to go. But if you create this pathway where you start to make the negative positive, it'll actually become easier to do. Mm -hmm. The more you do it, the easier it'll become because you're creating this new neural pathway internally inside your brain. And the more you run that pathway, the faster you'll fire it. So the the significance of this is going to impact your life for the rest of your life. So I love that one. Yeah, huge. Okay, and what are we up to, four? Number four. Go ahead. Each day, give of yourself more than you ever have before. Okay, that means we got more to do tomorrow. (laughs) Okay, so tell me about this one. Well, at this point, he was talking about um, opportunity, and he Mm. called it lady opportunity, and that she doesn't present herself to the one who's lazy and is not working towards something and that opportunity comes to those who are already busy that have already put the effort in. And that also one of the major points was that we are not to be impatient, that we are to wait patiently for opportunity because if, if we're doing the work and we're growing, it will arrive. And it's just a matter of waiting for the right opportunity. Hmm. Yeah. That's the other thing I wrote down. I will not rush her by faith. I know that she is making her way to me. Mm -hmm. Hmm. I will do things today that others will avoid so that tomorrow I will receive the things that others merely dream of. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's That's really good. You know, that's that's right out of the book. So Mm -hmm. that's plagiarized pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, I, I can think of just the amount of discipline that it takes to stay the course, but it takes faith. It takes faith and understanding that, you know, opportunities are available every day, but you can't sit and wait. You literally have to do work. You have to be productive to some some way. And mm-hmm. I, I know that during the holidays, we all have a tendency probably, and maybe not everybody, but we have a tendency to to be idle. Um, because you're out of your routine, and I, I, I've been watching myself. I've been watching my my children, and the idle time. Like our daughter Grace is bored. I'm bored. Like she does not like to be idle. She mm-hmm. wants to do stuff. She wants to go do anything, and because uh, she's used to being busy. Yeah. And and I think that's yeah. our nature. We we're, we're our na- nature is to be productive. Mm-hmm. And if you're productive, moving toward a goal or something, you will have opportunities. Yeah. Yes. And that brings us to number five. Number five is a great one. It's entitled Blame No One Mm. But Yourself. (laughs) So good. Yeah. I think all of us can think back in something in our life where we probably blame someone for an event or something happening. And at the moment, it looked clearly that it was this other person's fault. but and, And maybe it even was. But if we let it keep sitting there and affecting us negatively, you know, it's only affecting us and we're letting it, we're holding on to that past occurrence and just dragging it along with us. And we're to blame for letting mm-hmm. that affect our lives. Like, yep. let it go. It's time to move on and say, new me. You know, we used to do that with our kids. We'd say, right. uh, okay, time for a new me. Yep. You know, that's that's done. That argument you had, the fight over the Legos is, is past and uh, time to move on. Yeah. Yeah, the blame game doesn't help you ever. It may mm-hmm. seem in the short term 
to, I guess, ease your ego, because that's kind of what happens when when something is your fault. It's a it's a real uh, shot against your ego, and to accept responsibility actually will strengthen your character. Mm -hmm. um, and that's that. I mean, we talked about that book, Extreme Ownership, and yeah. no matter what. If you always take a hundred percent responsibility, even if you, you know, even if it's only a tenth of your responsibility in, in reality, what could you have done? Mm -hmm. I know um, Dr. Tim in the office; he's always trying to take responsibility for anything that isn't going a hundred percent correct, and I love that about him. You know, and and likewise, I I don't want to make excuses either, so. I take responsibility and it's this game of who can take the most responsibility mm -hmm. and it's a great symbiotic relationship. So yeah. again, get around people that don't, don't blame other things and other circumstances yeah. because it's never going to change anything mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. I will blame no one but myself. As I examine my life and see things that bring me shame, I will blame no one but myself. Yeah. So Yeah. That's our five points for this week. Anything else you want to add? No, I think that they're really powerful, and there's 11 total, so if you choose to pick up that book, I think you'll find it beneficial. Yeah, we may hit the other ones next week, so okay. let's see. We'll see. Mm -hmm. Stay tuned. Check out next week. That's all for this week's edition of your weekly Limitless Life Network podcast. Tune in each and every week to stay connected, be inspired, and keep moving toward your best life by stripping away your limitations. And we will see you back next week. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.